God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. She says, Whenever ye have need of anything, once in the month and better to be when the moon is full, then shall ye assemble in some secret place, and to these I shall teach things that are yet unknown, and ye shall be free from all slavery. Keep pure your highest ideal. Strive ever towards it. Let nothing stop you, nor turn you aside. For mine is the wine of the cup of life, and the cauldron of Caridwen. I am the mother of all living, and my love is poured out onto the earth. I am the beauty of the green earth, the white moon amongst the stars, the mystery of the waters, and the desire in the heart of woman. Before my face, let thine innermost divine self be enfolded in the raptures of the infinite. Know the mystery, that if that which thou seekest, thou findest not within thee, thou will never find it without thee. For behold, I have been with thee from the beginning, and I await thee now. Blessed be.
So that's how I wake up in the morning. And uh, I think my podcast today is, and how did I get here? Um, so I just, you know, there's a big long story about, you know, and we, that we each have to go to about finding our relationship with a higher power. And I'm not really going to get into that. I'm going to get into more around those three particular things. Um, the, uh, the AA third step prayer, the charge of the goddess, and then my newest three little birds by Elizabeth Mitchell. So I am a pagan Buddhist, new thought, Christian Jew, part-time Hindu Muslim, and, um, sometimes atheist. Um, I am an atheist in that I don't believe in monotheism. So in that very strict sense, I'm a, I'm an atheist. However, I'm very much a spiritualist. I do believe in divine. I do believe in the divine. I believe in something beautiful and mysterious and, and that to me is the same as divinity. And I believe that it's accessible and I believe that I have a particle of this divine source in me and everyone has a particle of divine source in them. I believe that when we come together with our best intentions, um, we transcend uh, regular consciousness and um, and achieve, you know, a greater consciousness, and then can be moved to greater understanding and greater realizations that can then affect how we move in the world. In a nutshell. So, uh, but I also love ritual, and I also want to work my program. And so, I had a very hard time with the third step, the language, everything. Um, but I didn't, I wanted to be willing and I wanted to, um, find my way in. And I knew that I had enough recovery by the time that my experience with, um, being in OA as a sugar addict and getting an AA sponsor who treated me like an alcoholic and taking me through the big book and the steps, um, in a very strict AA way, uh, I wanted to be totally willing and surrendered to, to whatever was asked of me. And so how I found my way into the third step prayer with not with its archaic language is that I imagined, um, well, before I imagined this, I was debating with myself and some wiser part of myself said, you know, Nick, if this language were in Chippewa, or Sanskrit or something and a language you didn't really understand but the essence of the prayer was translated for you you would not have any problem reciting this prayer so that started to give me some insight like oh right if this were in some sort of ancient language um, I wouldn't have any problem reciting it Uh, So I started to think of that as like, oh yeah, if this is the prayer of my ancestors, and then I'm like, well, this is the prayer of my ancestors. And so I would think of, and that was my way in. And once that was my way in, I have no problem saying the prayer. So what I do is I roll out of bed onto my knees. I don't roll onto my feet. Um, I've heard that some men like will put their wallet under their bed, throw it under their bed so that they have to get down on their knees in order to reach under the bed. And then once they're down there, they, they do their prayer, um, as a way to, uh, just force that body memory. My body memory is, is that I roll out of bed onto my knees. 
And so that no matter how sleepy I am or not, I realize like, oh yeah, right, I have to pray. And then I imagine, um, I imagine Bill and Dr. Bob and Jim and um, Ebby and Roland and, you know, whatever good old timers, you know, the very first, you know, um, meeting in whatever, whomever's house, and that this is the prayer that they're doing. And I, when I see them, then I recite the prayer and I, th- I recite it as a way of saying thank you to my ancestors. Like, thank you, thank you for my recovery. And this is my way of honoring them and, and saying thank you to them. And if you haven't already listened to my podcast on our 12-step legacy, um, I would recommend doing that and that will definitely help you with finding your way into the third step prayer without having to change the language. So that's the prayer I start with, with the recovery. Um, Now, I also really like to um, bring in the feminine face of God and um, the divine feminine. And and so I, because when I think of that prayer, um, it's very, it's all him. You know, God is a he, it's Dr. Bob, it's Bill W. There are no women when I envision that. So then I like to bring in, you know, um, paying uh, respect and homage and connecting to the female divine. And so the story with that charge of the goddess, that particular version of the charge of the goddess is, you know, I was a, I went to Cal, I went to Berkeley, and I was a women's studies major, and... Um, that was a big experience for me. Uh, I went in as a math major, and I switched my majors a few times, math to philosophy to anthropology to psychology, and then I took my first women's studies class, and I was done. I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do with my entire life. And my experience taking um, intro to feminism was, where was this when I was in high school. If I had had this information in high school, my life would have been so much better. So when I graduated from Cal, the first thing I wanted to do was actually do something with my degree. So I wanted to start an after-school program for girls, and so I went around to all the high schools. I found a, um, you know, a location on Berkeley campus. I went around to the local high schools, asked if I could make an announcement, made flyers, and um, and I think the very first meeting I had like three friends of mine show up and like three young girls show up, teenage girls, they were like 14 or something. And I was like, let's start this, you know? And so I said, you know, I want this to be yours. Let's have a, I had enough experience to know like we need a little opening ritual and we need a closing ritual or opening whatever prayer and closing prayer. And so, um, I said, why don't you guys go think of something? And then that th- those three girls turned into 13. 13 was, um, uh, and there were 15 with me and Victoria. I got another woman who w- w- was very also into it, wanted to co-facilitate with me. So um, one of the young girls, Sunshine, uh, you know, came back the next week, and Sinead O'Connor had just come out with Universal Mother, and inside of the CD cover, she had reprinted, Sinead had reprinted that version of Charge of the Goddess. And so every Wednesday afternoon, when we would meet, 
we would sit in a circle and hold hands and recite the charge of the goddess. Someone else brought a poem that was our closing prayer, which was also really good, but interestingly enough, I don't have that one memorized. I can't even remember it. So that's how come I know that version of Charge of the Goddess. And that's, um, I decided to, uh, I wasn't doing this the whole time, but recently I was like, you know, I really, really want to balance out my prayers and um, include uh, something that's like, no, I believe in the divine feminine and the divine masculine and the divine, you know, gender neutral and, but, uh, but really wanted to align that a lot of my journey, my spiritual journey has been about trusting my women's intuition and being in a female body and accessing, you know, um, yeah, just what I said, the feminine face of God. And so I wanted to do that. And then my newest edition, um, the uh, Elizabeth Mitchell's version of Bob Marley's Three Little Birds is, uh, and this I just absolutely love. So I have a bunch of, you know, I have a lot of friends uh, in in the rooms and I, uh, and I'll probably share about this in a larger context another time, but I had done a shame study for myself and then I led two groups um, through a shame study and and then I a third one I was like I'm not gonna lead this one again but here's how I did it and give you guys you know the books and and uh, here's how you do it and uh, and so out of that group um, I was like you know we need to do because you know shame work and trauma work we're all you know on some level um, trauma survivors and uh, like I think 90% of us have all had some sort of um, perpetration and and so you know the idea of like doing something fun and playful and so uh, we got together and we were being very fun and playful and it was awesome and we were like well how do we close out you know um, let's do you know let's not just be like okay bye let's do something fun and playful as a way to close out and um, one of my friends was like had this song on her phone and uh and so she played it and we just all just joined in and started singing and it just it warmed all of our hearts the next day we were all still singing it and again just that what I like about that particular song is not just the song if I listened to just the song I would have been like oh that's really cute but it was the context in which we sang it which is we're all trauma survivors and we're doing this work and we're all in a way and we're dealing with the causes and conditions behind our eating disorder and it gets heavy and it gets dark and you have to show up and you have to just do it you have to just you know stay connected and walk through the darkness and just hold hands and don't be running around unattended and don't try to do this by yourself and in the midst of all of that darkness we have to find ways to bring in the light otherwise we're just not going to make it it's going to be too it's going to be too heavy so finding these ways to bring in the light to bring in joy and to really call it to you to call it to us um, whether that's through you know for me when it gets you know, dark, I like, I need to watch like Pixar or animation or watch a comedy, or, but I'm finding a way to bring in some lightness and light. And that's when I added that, um, uh, 
three little birds song and it just makes me really happy and it makes me think of all of them and and like yeah we can do this we can heal from trauma we can you know walk through the darkness and find our way to the other side so um anyway i hope that you enjoy this and i love you and i will post something again soon bye